Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion. different i put another hole on my desk so i can move my mic over to this side okay because now we're because now we're recording so yes. i can move it over to this side so that i could look at you yeah thank um, you for looking at without the without the mic hole without the mic thing being in the way because we were terrible at that we're notorious we are. at um we're like not good having at the mics the wrong way <laughs> well there you go hey everyone welcome to foolish mortals episode three. Oh, we're here we're we made it episode two is you know in, in the state ready to be uploaded as soon as I get around to it. So episode two is up as, as if you've seen this, hey, it's up, but this is episode if three. You're, yeah, if you're here, you've seen episode two. <laughs> What'd you guys think? Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> uh, you did some great green screen work in that one, buddy. Oh, thank you very much. Now, for you guys, maybe it's been a week or two. It's been a while for us before uh, since we've sat down in the old parlor set. Yeah, you've, you've been doing a lot, man. I have been You've bouncing been running across around. the country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what's going on? Where have you been? Oh, okay. So I went to Walt Disney World, I uh, believe the first week of September. And then mm. three days later, after my uh, that week in Walt Disney World, I came back home for three days. Uh, and then I went to Anaheim for to Disneyland for Oogie Boogie Bash, the opening night. Ooh. And so now I'm in between trips, and I will be heading out to Orlando for the 50th at the end of the month. And then after that, so you're going to do it. You're going to do the 50th. I'm going to be doing it at magic kingdom. So not at wow. magic kingdom. Wow. And then one week. I've after heard that, rumors. I've heard rumors. The new fireworks are cool. I know some I, people who live behind the magic kingdom who watch them practice. And so it's, I hear they're really cool. It's, it's going to have to be amazing to stand up to happily ever after. So fingers crossed that it does oh, yeah, live up sure. to the hype. Um, yeah, because happily ever after is just so magical. It's my favorite fireworks show. But you know it's what, though? You know what? Disneyland and their 60th or Diamond, um, I don't remember the music, but what I do remember is that they they projection mapped Main Street and how yep. cool that was. And so that's what they're doing for the 50th. So who cares? If 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 if, if uh, projection mapping Main Street is going to become the new norm thanks to the Ooh. 50th, I don't care what the soundtrack is. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. Man, it's, 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 it's going to be... The first time projection mapping is used on Main Street at Disney World. It's only been at Disneyland right. up until now. Such an old standby of Disneyland, as you know. Yes, I do. I do watch Mickey's Mix Magic from time to time. <laughs> they do have dubstep playing on Main Street while they project <laughs> charts and heartbeats. The, and the 60th Mickey was dancing. the 60th. The 60th was cool. Disneyland Forever uh, was amazing. Best, probably the best fireworks yeah. show Disney's ever done. Did you see it? Disneyland's ever done. Yeah, I went. I think the, don't tell anybody, but no, that's not accurate. The second time I ever went to Disneyland was during the Diamond Celebration. The first time was the year before the Diamond Celebration. Oh, those are in the closet. I could go grab them right now in the haunted closet. You have them too? I do. That, okay, we have to, we'll, you know what? We'll plan a bit for them later. Okay, all right. For a future uh, episode. I'll, I'll go into the haunted <laughs> closet and I'll have them ready for next time. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, it's just the doorway is staring. It's just, it's just, it's just black, 
and I can see two pinpoint eyes just staring at me from inside the closet. So I'm gonna let that thing, whatever it is in there, do its business, get out, and then I'll go grab the ears from the closet later on. Right. Um, just let, let, let that specter know you're gonna put it in a home soon. Yeah, it's gonna be haunt number a thousand for, for sure. <laughs> or we haunt number a thousand and a thousand and one. Are we? Are oh, we? Oh man. As in and, you and I, or as in as the passenger on the ride vehicle? You and I, Disney Dan and Disney Dallin. <laughs> yes, we are definitely the 1000s and 1001st. Um, okay, so who's number 1000? That you, buddy. You, Me? you, you, yes. you. Yeah, you're the one who walks to the door and made the, like, the balloons fall. Like, that's true. <laughs> you got there, that. they're just like, they're like, it's Dallin! It's Dallin! Yay! Uh, and then they're like, and you, here. And, and be, because they, they give you like a button. You, well, yeah. No, they don't, even acknowledge, they don't even acknowledge me. They're just like, you know that he was a thousand, so duh, figure it out, buddy. You oh, walked in after him. That's nice for you. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's an honor. And here's a little bit of Foolish Mortals uh, trivia for the Foolish Mortals fans out there. This is not the first episode three. Oh, no, it's not. There's it's not. A, there's, I, there's, it's lost media. We have our own you know lost what? media here. <laughs> Foolish Mortals. Actually, we have three episodes of lost media because we have two other episodes where we were trying to figure out green screen and they just weren't, they just weren't no. producible. I guess we could put them out and people could see that I have them. I'm looking at them on my desktop right now, but um, we could, but, uh, but yeah, these, these old Mickey beats, unfortunately, uh, switched over the audio and, and, uh, well, but Hey, we were, we, we got it. We made it work. We made it happen. And, and guess what? Episode three lives on and episode it lives three, on. two. What was the first episode three about though, Dalek? Do you remember? Uh, you know, it's vague, but I remember we talked about mummies and grinding them up and we did a whole bit about it and it, it was, Oh, gone. we still, at, but okay. That, okay. That bit can be gone, but the people still need to know the people still need to know about this. Okay. You guys are going to lose your minds because can you, can you just recap what the original episode three was about so that we can see, <laughs> so we can relive the magic. So I believe it was going through backstories of different ghosts in the mansion. Am I correct on that? We only made of... it through one backstory, though. We made it through one back, maybe two. I think we may have made through two. Oh yeah, yeah, we did two. We did two. We did two. Uh, but yeah, it was good. We were gonna go. Oh, we're gonna go through backstories of some of the ghosts, and specifically, we started with my favorite ghost in the mansion, the mummy, and how a joke has been lost to time uh, in that scene. And we talked for probably fifty-eight minutes on just the mummy. Man, I didn't know. I didn't know that people were eating mummies. That okay. just blows my mind. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's catch let's catch you you fine folks up here. Okay. So in the haunted mansion, as you know, there is a scene of a mummy singing grim grinning ghost sitting in D his coffin Disneyland. His Disney Wait, wait, wait. We have Disneyland's haunted mansion. I know that you just say as you know in the haunted it's not in Florida. The mummy? The guy's not the guy's not listening to him in Florida. It's only in Disneyland that he... Right? When's when's the last time you went on the haunted mansion, Dan? I feel like I was just there a couple weeks ago. That's why he's missing for some reason. Did you know that? Oh, the the listening guy's missing. Yeah, he's he's part of the ride. He's there. He's not. He's he's mysteriously vanished, which makes I Someone... guess, which I guess makes you haunt a number a thousand now since we've retroactively moved down the list. Oh yeah, how many haunts have been retired from the retirement home for haunts? <laughs> I'm nine nine nine, and you're a thousand now. 
Yeah. Wh- <laughs> Where does a ghost go after it passes on after it's already passed on? That's the real question. <laughs> That's true. Oh, wow. Maybe, Maybe they use that robot for the Biden animatronic. It's got to be like the you, like, gotta, you go to like the double mansion where it's like a spookier version of the haunted mansion. And instead of right, it's right, normal right. ghosts riding the ride and it's like double ghosts inside the ride. Ghosts right. who have and died this mansion and became has spirits. 9,999 happy haunts are in that mansion. Wow. Can you imagine? It's, it's like a 45 minute ride. It's like a haunted mansion the size of the NBA experience. Oh, you know what? Looks like we have a, an empty plot of land there now. It's not too late. <laughs> oh, you mean what it is currently? It's our <laughs> the NBA haunted mansion? <laughs> Man, what I wouldn't give to be the first person and last person to enter and do the NBA experience. Man, I never even went. Did you go? Nope. Yeah, I don't, I don't sport. See, I have a confession. I'm not a sport person either. I've actually never been to Disney Quest because the whole time it was open and operating, up until very recently, I just didn't get the chance to do it. Like the last two years it was open, I was able to go, but I didn't. Um, but when I went before, I was a young child and my parents were saying to me, no, that place is lame and you will hate it. And I believed them. But it was lame is the thing. But I think I would have liked it. Well, you know what? That's, that is fat. Dallin, I really appreciate you bringing up this point because I recently had the same similar thought. I was like, should I take my kids to Disney World right now? It's like, it's it's just lame. It's just so lame right now. But then I'm like, but they'll always be able to say they were at Disney World for the 50th anniversary. Exactly. And the new Even club though pool. it was lame. The new club yeah, pool, right? Dan. Open today yeah. as of recording today. this. You know what, buddy? Do you know what I'm going to do? You know where I'm going on where Friday? Going? Disney World. You're going and on you know Friday? What are you, where are you going? You know, what, what, come on. <laughs> well, my main goal is I'm just going to be there for like a week for, for like a friend's baby shower, doing some work and stuff. But I'm going to go there for Space 220's opening. Oh, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to have that tang, that tang margarita or whatever that they have. I want to have expensive space meats, mm-hmm. spa- space French fries, space you know like. There's space cheesecakes. There's space chocolate cheesecakes. Cheese. Che- That's what the astronauts eat, Dan. It's what the cheese astronauts spakes. eat. Cheese space. Cheese spakes. Cheese spakes. Cheese spakes. Cheese spakes. Cheese spakes. The more you say it, the more it works. That's I know. What I'm saying. You, you, hear you, say, you hear someone say it once, and you're like, that doesn't make any sense. But then you start saying it yourself, and you're like, oh, yeah, cheese you're like, spakes. Yeah, cheese, cheese spakes. Cheese spakes. Space, space, chocolate cheese fakes. <laughs> chocolate cheese fakes. Um, see, I'm in the oh, lucky group who's going in the, uh, I guess I am technically going for the 50th. I could hop over there, but I'm going to have to try and get an ADR, which is an advanced dining reservation for you simpletons out there uh, for Space 220 Ooh. on the app. Is that the slang? So, yeah, that's they, what they call it. But the word it. in the street, the though, is that the word in the street is that for a couple of weeks, it's going to be walk up only. That's, I think it is for the first week or so. It's like opening, it's opening next week, isn't it? Yeah, on the 20th. Oh my goodness. 220 on the 20th. That's genius. Spice! (laughs) Is that a reference to something? (laughs) Yeah, it is. Tim Curry. Tim Curry says spice. And that's how he says, he's like. (laughs) Oh, I know exactly. In the video game. The only place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Right. Spice. Spice. I love how he cracks so, up before he says it because he knows how stupid of a situation he's oh, in. Oh, 
Man, I'm so I'm about to play a role that Tim Curry originated spam a lot. I'm doing spam a lot in May and I'm going to be King Arthur. Oh, and wow. um, it's like a character study watching that man just exist. And it, it gives it gives like it gives me energy watching him perform the role because like he it's just such a like a like a brat like he's just like just just brazen confidence that man has and everything he's just like i'm tim curry i'll do it however i want to do it do you know me i was i'm actually tim curry so i'm just gonna act (laughs) the way i need to act for this part right right he's just incredible he's absolutely i love tim curry's amazing um what were we talking about space 220 50th 50th. space 220 50th Um, my plan for the video is to ride every single ride that was open on opening day but crowd levels may not allow that we'll see oh yeah Right ever okay, that's a good idea. And then catch the fireworks <sighs> at the end of maybe the Maybe I'll do maybe I'll do something where I eat fifty things at Disney there at like you Epcot. Go. And then, what is fifty things that I could eat for the fiftieth? At Epcot, if food and wine is still going on, I'm sure you'll have an easy time. Yeah, but like like the, I bet the lowest plate is like seven dollars. Seven times fifty is like three thousand dollars. I would say if this was Disneyland, you should go for fifty mint juleps. And I think that's what I'm gonna do for the seventieth at Disneyland. Is I'm gonna try and drink seventy mint juleps. How about? Oh, you know what? Let's t- let's tag team it. Okay. Foolish mortals. I, like, I could try. And that that's that's thirty five for each of us. I think we can that's, handle it. That, I think that's doable. We're gonna do. Put it put it in the schedule, Dan. We're doing and this. And 70 beignets. 70, 70 mint juleps, oh. 70 beignets, 70 minutes on the train. That's all we have. And, and as the train comes around to New Orleans Square, we have people waiting to just reload us because we're only going to be able to hold so many. <laughs> I'm just how, imagining how long does the loop take? Having to down a mint julep <laughs> and a beignet every minute. Every One minute. a minute. I think that's accomplishable. I think we could do it. I don't know about me. You've seen you've seen my, how how skinny I am, but maybe maybe I could maybe I could make it happen. Well, no, no, that's but listen, that but if that's t- everyone every two minutes because we're splitting the load. Bro. You're right. That makes it a bit okay. That makes it a bit more. So doable. you have I'm oh, worried, or you could though. be like one minute for a julep, one minute for a beignet, and it's just back and forth. Julep I'm, beignet, minute minute. I'm worried about the expansion of the beignet in your stomach because you're drinking liquid and you're eating that fried dough. That's gonna fill you up in like four or five beignets. So then you yeah, to- but you have to remember beignets is a lot of it's a lot of fluffy space because it's because of that like that like air release like because it's a yeasted dough like a like a donut. Right, you know what I mean? But I don't know it, if it lifts. I, I don't know if that's gonna matter by like beignet number twenty three. You know. <laughs> Well, as someone who's eaten five churros in a row, as someone who's eaten his height, eaten his height churros, someone, a fan wants me to do corn dogs. And I'm like, I'll do it as long as I can count the sticks, like the bottom part of the sticks. And then at the <laughs> but, end, just uh, line it, the sticks You do up. slow down. You do slow down. You do slow down. You do slow down. We're going to, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. It's going to, it's going to be the best video ever put, uploaded to YouTube. Let's talk Maybe about. Maybe I just go. Maybe just go, we just go to the parks and just try to find 50 afford. What's I don't think there's anything honestly affordable at the parks you could buy 50 of. 50 of. Well, at least you can get beignets Straws? in packs of six, right? Oh, yeah. I forgot they're smaller. They're small, aren't they? Yeah. Um, mm. hmm, I'm thinking mm, like mm, mm. maybe, I don't know, something from the confectionery, some candy on Main Street. Like not, oh, not, yeah, that's probably not pre-packaged doable. Goofy's candy co candy. I'm talking actual uh freshly right, made right, things. Right, 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 right. 
Um, hey, Oogie Boogie Bash, how was the um, Haunted Mansion segment of the parade? Oh, man. That, apparently they had changed it um, because... Yeah, right? Because Constance is in it, right? Constance is on the float. People were saying it's the Beating Heart Bride. I, I don't know because it looks like an amalgamation of all the brides in the mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that is, uh, it's a choose your own bride. Essentially a choose your own bride. But the rest of it, uh, Phineas, Ezra, and Gus, the ghosts from the mansion, uh, were, were chatting with us. They, they, they came up to us and they all, they all, uh, you know, gave us a wink and a nod. Are they Uh, no, oh, they were, they, they just, they just came up and yeah, just yeah. kind of like, they just kind of like gave you like a little chuckle. Okay. All gotcha. three of them though, which was interesting. I didn't, I didn't know cause the makeup on the hitchhiking ghost is so well done. If you recall the Haunted Mansion 50th anniversary after hours that they did, which was probably one of the yeah. best nights of my life, um, you could meet the hitchhiking ghosts and they were familiar with my work. They knew of my uh, escapades around the mansion, should I say. Did they? They did. They, they all knew of... Uh, what? How do you feel about three ghosts keeping an eye on you all the time? I am honored, Dan. Yeah? I, am, I mean, unless I'm in the shower, which is a bit awkward... I'm honored. No, well, that's what I'm saying. They're ghosts, all right? They have like they have spectral omniscient viewings of you, all right? They can see whatever they want to see. Right. I. But I'm, I'm more concerned with death following me around that closely. You understand? Like, I can't have that kind of association. I don't know, man. Every, every day, <laughs> every day I wake up, there's three, you know, there's a bearded man, a, 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 a thinner skeletal man, and a man carrying a carpet bag hovering above my bed. And I find it comforting. Yeah, well, it's like it's like waking up to find like Santa, the Easter Bunny, and the Tooth Fairy all just hanging out in your room. Yeah, and they didn't bring you anything. They're At least just for you, watching you. Yeah. Or like the three wise men, you feel a little bit like baby Jesus. You know what I mean? It's like, where's the gifts, boys? Where's my myrrh? <laughs> yeah, and frankincense and gold. And gold. I just want that last one. Yeah, just gold. What? What do you? <laughs> I'll take all three, but I like when you. Here's the real question: When you walk down the beach, and you look behind you, are there four sets of footprints? You know, they keep their they keep a respectable distance, so I'll see them a they few, do? A few okay. yards back, but they're not like walking alongside me. I guess you're not familiar with the Jesus footprints in the sand situation, huh? Uh, I I grew up in a religious family, so I'm vaguely aware. Like, like that whole like that whole prayer like I was walking on the beach and I was so alone, but then I turned around and there were two sets of footsteps. That just <laughs> there's another set of footsteps with mine, and that was Christ. You know, you know. And so I'm either, thinking, yeah. <laughs> it was either one Christ was following you down the beach, or two someone had walked there previously and the sand had just washed away the the, the what you know it. That doesn't explain how it works, though, dude, because you're looking in front of you and you don't see two sets of footprints. How oh, could, you're then... right. You're right. So here's the thing. You know, this is all Haunted Mansion related because Christ <laughs> is canon to the Haunted Mansion Je story. Jesus, 100 percent. Speaking of the speaking of how he became canon, word on the street is we're getting a new Haunted Mansion movie, Talon. The word on the street is also that. Mobius M. Mobius himself has been cast right. in the Haunted Mansion movie, Dan. Wow. Wow. That's all I can say is wow. Wow. That joke hasn't been made. Wow. Who 
who would you cast Owen Wilson to play? If you, I, I don't know if he's playing like a, an original character or an already established character. If he was playing an already established ghost or character from the mansion, who would you cast Owen Wilson as? I would just like to say really quickly, you would make a dashing young Owen Wilson in like a flashback scene if they ever needed it. I just and so yellow shoes. They just have to CGI my call. nose a little bit. Yellow shoes. Oh yeah, we do. We could do that. We could. You see what they do with Vision? You know, like with Paul Bettany. They painted. You know him what purple. I mean? He. He, they don't even need to paint him anymore. He just shows up and like, they just like, you know, it's all digital. So um, we could definitely like, you know, do something, you know, but I'm saying is you've, you've just got the, uh, I think you've got the energy Yellow shoes. To, uh, to make an extra excellent young Owen Wilson and like an establishing shot when he first discovers the mansion, right? He's got to be the caretaker, right? Ooh. Like a, like a, like a sillier, more fun hip. Him like his dog. Okay, no. Oh, the, oh yeah, these ghosts. Oh yeah, the ghosts are all over the place. Yeah, these you know, ghosts are I do everywhere. a terrible Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> They're all over the See? place. Yellow shoes. Give this man a call. All Please. right, come on. I will just. I just want a cameo on the haunted mansion movie. That's it. It's the least you could do for me, Disney. It's the least you could so do. Is there any word? Is it going to be an original or is it going to play? I mean, I imagine they're going to mess with it in some way. You know, like the Jungle Cruise movie had nothing really to do with the ride other the than like a first, light. first like four minutes there at the yeah, beginning. Of the, yeah, of the rock sequence. Not even yeah. not even the whole movie, just the rock sequence. Yeah. You know, like, so really. Um, cruise in there in and the that's jungle. fine. I'm okay with that. The first Pirates movie just had moments of the ride, just tableaus and, from the ride. So can we talk about okay. for a second here, switching gears a little bit before we come back to your question, to your question, there are canonically two Trader Sam's or Trader Sam's now two. There's the one okay, from the movie. There's yeah. the one from the movie who is the woman with the pocket watch and the top hat. But that, yeah. the, the movie is also in the same universe as the ride we go on. And Trader Sam is present at, Disneyland. Okay, see, here's what I think. So oh, he's still Sam's. at Disneyland? No, he's not at Disneyland anymore, but his oh. gift shop and or do you think they've retconned it to where Trader Sam's gift yes. shop is oh, now? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's through. exactly what Yeah, 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 that's that's exactly what they they've they've uh they've they've they're, they've splash mountained it. They're like, "Listen, we've done some wrong things. We're going to fix it up." All here's right. Here's the thing, Dan. I would believe you 100% if a photo of him still wasn't present at Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar at the Disneyland Hotel. Oh, you know what? You can't incorporate the oh, that. You know what? You know what? Our fir- you know who our first guest on this podcast needs to be is Brandon. We need to bring Trader Brandon in here, and we need to uh, we need to get it on the record. He I know he works for SeaWorld now, and so he's not speaking officially for <laughs> Disney in any capacity. But um, man, is Trader Sam's canon? I would like the- to think res- it is. There's or a is it not just like it's like a hotel owned by a bunch of white people who think that's what Trader Sam's is? I think it's Canada the Jungle Cruise storyline, all right? Because I think there's a reference to it in the Skipper Canteen as well. I'm not 100% sure, but I think there's a Trader Sam's reference. In well, the we got to rectify canteen. that. I Well, now next time I go, when we go to Orlando, we're going to be taking photos yeah. all over that canteen, all over that tiki bar He's if a- we can get in. Trader Sam's variant. We'll, we'll just say that. Yeah, it's it's an alternate timeline. It's a variant. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it at the Polynesians where cultural appropriation's cool. Mm-hmm. It's where it's that's the timeline it's where hip, everyone's like, yeah, it's cultural appropriate me, <laughs> right? <laughs> but over at the ride, it's just like, hey, we're woke, bro. Yeah, this is the woke universe. No, 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 no. Trader Sam. I don't even know who you're talking about. This monkey's gonna take your picture though. <laughs> 
Amazing. I do love the monkey. Do wait, are they taking photos? No, and that's another thing. Disney is going downhill fast, Dan, and that's the only reason is that monkey does not actually take a ride photo of you. I can't even, I'm literally speechless. It's, I mean, I guess like, what would the picture be? It, but like the back of your heads and stuff? It must have been in the plans though. Why put a camera there with a, it flashes. Why put a monkey taking a flash photo there at the end of the ride if it wasn't in the plans originally to have it you be a what? ride photo? You know what, that's, you know, that's, Dallin, I completely agree with you. Here's the thing, if I'm on a Disney ride, if I'm on a Disney attraction, I want any practical thing to be practical on set. You know, I want to be able to climb onto the stage right. of Carousel of Progress and get a beer from the fridge. Right, you I, know, open like, that fridge. I want everything I want to work. to be cold inside. Right, I want to be able to Google me on the computer that John's wife's working at. You know, exactly. like I want everything on these sets to be practical, and the fact that that camera isn't actually taking pictures—it's not a real camera—is a fool's errand. All right, it, I've been on Living with the Land. Who hasn't? You mean it's to tell me those cucumbers ever. aren't real? You mean to tell me those cucumbers aren't real? You're telling me if I were to jump out of the boat, trip into the water, get up onto the uh, onto the walkway, grab a cucumber or banana, trip back into the water, and then get back on my boat like that one woman did right. and took a bite out of that cucumber that it wouldn't be a real cucumber. Right. And so if since that cucumber is real, that camera should be taking photos. Mm -hmm. Even if it's my sweaty neck, I need, a I need a right photo. I got photo pass. I want my money's worth. You know what would be funny actually is if um is if it did take a picture, but all it did was take a picture of the skipper and the skipper oh. knew to lean out the right moment and then there was just like a there was like a branch covering the rest of the boat. It just be like so that it didn't even matter who was in the ride. That's amazing. You know what I mean? Like that it would just be a, a, the, the ride photo would be a skipper joke. You know what I mean? So the photo just <laughs> that, that I, or that like it's the monkey, shoes. like a monkey, a monkey's a monkey's peeking up, and so he's blocking the most of the boat except for the front, where the skipper's like, you know, dude. That's... And, and each skipper just has a preloaded photo. It doesn't even do it. It just loads up into your your photo pass. You know what I mean? Just based off of whatever that's skipper you have. The ultimate Jungle Cruise ride photo. Why aren't we doing that? Why Someone send this clip to, to that guy on Twitter who rebuilt Jungle Cruise. Kevin Lively. I, I spoke yeah, with Kevin. him in the past, and then he did the Jungle Cruise, and now he won't talk to me. He's, he's well, actually... He's definitely, you he's just a, called him out. You just definitely no, not going to talk to him He's a now. creative director at Imagineering. He's probably <laughs> no, 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 he's a busy man. Busy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can you he's imagine? Pretty busy dude. Director pretty busy Disney dude. Imagineering. Yeah. Right. And That's the last thing you want to do is be the creative director at Walt Disney Imagineering and then just start like Mark Ruffaloing. You know what I mean? Just spoiling everything. <laughs> oh. So you don't want to do a lot of interviews and talk to the media when you get that job. All right. You want to keep it under wraps. You want to be, you want to not Mark Ruffalo the situation. Ladies and gentlemen, we have <laughs> yeah, on Jungle our podcast... Cruise. Yeah. Everyone dies at the end of that one. <laughs> uh, not again. At, uh, so on our podcast, <laughs> Thanks, Mark, we have Skipper Kevin. Kevin, can you tell us what, what uh, every change that you guys are planning for the Haunted Mansion in the next mm, 20 years? That's all classified information. Okay, but can you tell us one thing that you're going to change? Classified. How about how about your? I could tell you one thing, but that thing's classified. <laughs> you know what? There is one thing, but I also can't tell you that thing. But what I can and tell you, and there are three other things that we're going to change, but those are also classified. Ah, so you are going to change something, and then he gets fired by Disney because <laughs> he said foiled too much. again. <laughs> foiled again. I like how okay. Before we get back into talking about the mummy, because we're almost a half hour in, 
Um, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> we got to talk about that mummy, dude. I, we have to. We have to cover this. And we could spend an easy 30 minutes talking about it. But I want to talk about how back in the day, Disney was so loosey-goosey. They didn't care about making big announcements or keeping things top secret. They announced uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride back when it was just going to be a walk-through Pirates you know, attraction in New Orleans Square. Like way yes. before New Orleans Square was even built. And then they told, they, there's a, I have a map of like Disneyland in like the f- late 50s, I believe, on my wall. And the Matterhorn mm. is there, but it's just labeled as the mountain ride. Right, right. So that's, it wasn't all secret. And now they weren't, they weren't secret. Yes, exactly. And I think that that inspired kids, Yeah, you know, to see Walt walking around those specials surrounded by robot heads and seeing how they're doing stuff. Like there is, you know, like I, I would argue that, that Disney has kind of like, um, like, like, uh, like they're gatekeeping the Imagineering experience by like making it such a big secret thing. Why do these things have to be secrets? Walk us through everything you're doing with the Guardians coaster or the Tron rebuild. Yeah. Take us through every step. It's just more content. What are you going to do? Why not? Why you keep, what is the, what is the secret for? That's right. Well, it's that even with Tron, it's like, we've, we know what's happening. Like we know what's happening. We, we know. Why well, we secret? don't know what's happening. Where is the ride? That's true. What's going on in there? I remember they I was like, oh, Epcot I'm so excited took them to build one in roller coaster. And now yeah. here we are. Here we are. Old, Same with Guardians. Soggy old sea captains waiting for Tron to open. Crusty old sea captain. I was, I was, you're the crusty old sea captain? Yeah, we're both crusty old sea captains. We're standing at the bow of our ship with our long beards waiting for Tron to open. Mm. Is it like a is it like a sea salt crust or is it just like a a fish guts crust? The word crust upsets me, and I would like to cla- clarify where my I'm... what my crust is, so I could be a little bit more comfortable with me in this scenario. <laughs> Disney Dan does a what crust am I crusted reveal. with? <laughs> what, yeah, what am I crusted with, Dallin? You need it's, to tell me. I'm I'm thinking sea salt. I'm thinking no, no guts. Okay. So have you seen? Is the, that why my hair looks so good? Have you seen the lighthouse with uh? With Rock, with Bobby Patterson, Bobby Pattinson, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, and and Willem and, Def- and, Willem and Defoe, Green, Green Gabo. I'm I'm picturing yeah. us as Willem Defoe in that movie. Oh, I would make a great Willem Defoe character, and you would make a great uh, little little sparkly vampire little character. Bobby T. You know what? Let's cosplay as that someday, dude. Let's all go right. to con, and we'll we'll do our we'll do our makeup like you know sepia, t- like all black and white, you know, like right. all. Uh, but I'm noir, still gonna be sparkly, you know? and you have to have like some pumpkin bombs strapped to your chest, so that way we're both the characters oh, yeah, from yeah, the White yeah, House yeah, yeah, yeah. We- and from their respective <laughs> franchises. We've mixed hey, the two characters. Ba- baby, baby Patterson would have made a good Spidey, like Andrew oh, Garfield he Spidey. He has a lot of Andrew Garfield Spidey energy, and now he's in the other franchise. But wait, before wait, what were we talking? You said before we talked about the mummy, we had to address what? What were we addressing? I think that was it. How secretive Disney is compared to with oh, how they yeah, used to yeah, be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I compl- yeah. Why I don't understand. Like what they did with the Beauty and the Beast ride was amazing. Yeah. Like showing us a lot of that tech before it rolled out. I think that if we were do if we did more of that, it would help to um, manage the expectations of fans. And uh, manage like you know like where like where our energy is placed you know because I feel like a lot of fans get themselves disappointed for no good reason it's you know because they expected something very much very very much the case with Avengers Campus people think it's a bad land for some reason even though I personally think it's better than Galaxy's Edge because I'm 
not so much a Star Wars fan. I like Star Wars, but uh, right. Marvel yeah, is my right, bread right. and butter. You like that immersion. And that, the, yeah, the that's land, Marvel's your immersion. Yeah. The land is so much more kinetic. There's characters walking around like how they wanted Galaxy's Edge to be. But there's literally there's I still two heroes out at a time at all times. It's amazing. Yeah, I think that's really cool. I think I I still argue that Star Wars Land will become way more kinetic once the hotel rolls out. Um, you know, because like there'll be those three day like one 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 port day the 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 the, the lands have to become kinetic in some way. I hope when so. The, when the guests are there, I really when the guests really are there. There's gonna have to be you know, but um but yeah, and I think that like. They are like, here's everything we want to do for Avengers Campus. And then they built like a third of it. And they didn't really talk to us about that process and like how they're like, and if they, you know, people are, people are here for the, like, Hey, we're planning our budgets. And we understand that, you know, based off of this and this, we have future projects and the expansion's going to, we're planning on the expansion happening in the next three years is what we'd really like. But instead of like using hopeful, optimistic talk, it's just like a big, it's like a, they, they announce something big and early and then it takes forever for them to make it and then they don't deliver with what they and it's it's so frustrating it is i like what universal does i like what universal does so like they build the whole thing we all know everything about it the velocity and right at the end they're just like velocicoaster yeah and everyone's like yeah yeah we can't wait to ride it and then we ride it and we're like this is awesome man i need to go Thank to universal. i'm so glad we didn't have our expectations built for five years you know to ride a ride to ride a mouse ride that's still half in French. Is it? Did they they didn't they didn't yeah. translate it completely? No. Did you nope. did you have you been on it? I no 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 no. I had the but op- I've done a, I've done some VR goggle ah, ride throughs. See, I've had the opportunity to, but I missed the uh, the annual pass holder uh, cut off. Me too, bro. High five. <laughs> yeah, we're we both slackers. Um. But did yeah, you that's... re-up though? Do you have your, your Incredi Pass? Uh, no. My... Or did you Incredi Pass on it? I um, my in-laws are are DVC members, so we got passes through DVC. Ooh. So I, I renewed. See. I... Mm, I think you could. Mm, I think mm. they let you renew. I just think you just couldn't buy new annual passes. Was the thing? Yeah, they did. They, they would, like, but it was a month wait time. Yeah. Sorry, I'm eating a little bit of candy corn here. Oh, yeah. Did you see Earlier his candy today. corn jar? Guys, look at this. Show him the candy corn. Now, me, personally, I think we've talked about this before. I actually am not a fan of candy corn. Which is lunacy to me. It's, just, it's delicious. I don't know. I'm more of a, uh, ooh, a special Halloween candy. I, like, I also like the pumpkins. Candy pumpkins. That's just the same thing in a different shape, right? It's buddy. It sure is. Did you know they do Christmas? I'm trying trees to do the too. vampire teeth. It's not working. They do Christmas trees around the holidays. It's candy Christmas trees. Do they really? Yeah, same flavor and everything. It's just so they can sell them for a long for a month or two longer. Like <laughs> these things go bad. I don't think candy corn goes bad. Candied. What about candied corn? Isn't that what that is? Can no candied. It means it's like it's like covered in sugar and toasted. Oh, it's corn. It's actual, actual corn that's corn. been candied. Yes. Think about that for a second. That sounds, I think that's called, I think that's just roasted corn. That sounds delicious. It's got to have sugar on it, though, so it's candied. <laughs> Caramelized. Yeah, yeah, that's, I'm okay with that. I'm, be, I'm an American, I, you know. It's just like you have caramel corn and you have caramelized corn or caramel corn, depending on if you're uh, rich or not. 
Wait, what is the difference? Some people say caramel. Some people say caramel. It's apparently the same thing. But what is the difference between caramel and caramelized corn? Caramelized means it's just, it's like melted sugar, I believe. Right. And caramel or but there's, caramel but that's just what they call it. is just caramel covered popcorn. Two different oh, things. Oh, I see what you're saying. You have yeah, to, okay. this is a if very, like it's, if it's one's handmade artisan. To be fair, it takes a very high IQ to understand foolish mortals. Right. <laughs> so, you know, if you don't, if you don't get this stuff, it's cool. It's fine. It's, it's all right. If it we goes over your head, we won't judge. No judgment. You. Yeah. No judgment. We're pretty high. <laughs> I, we're pretty uh, highly intellectual philosophers ourselves here on this show. What Muppet do you think is going to be the mummy? In the, in the Muppets Halloween special. Dan, you're asking a lot of me right now. You're asking a lot. I have to cast my favorite ghost in the Haunted Mansion as a Muppet. I think that they I think that they just need to bring back the mummy pirate from Muppets Treasure Island. I do like the Muppy. The Muppy. The Muppy pirate. Yeah, hey. The mummy pirate. The, <laughs> the mummy pirate. Yeah, I like that mummy. That one mummy bit. Um, Sweetums, I think, would be pretty cool as a mummy. Life-size man. Scary creature wrapped up in gauze. Who's a mumbling Muppet, though? Who mumbles? Oh, Swedish chef. Swedish chef. Would he be more of a... No, I guess that fits. I guess that tracks. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know if they'll go that hard in the paint with recreating oh, like, they the vibe better. I'm getting. They had The vibe I'm getting is like, it's like, it's just going to be the Muppets like as ancillary... Like, I don't actually, I'm having a hard time deciphering what this special is going to be. Nobody knows. We haven't even seen a trailer for it yet. We know Fozzie's going to be the Hatbox Ghost at least at one point. Not, maybe not the whole time. Right. And Peggy's a Leota situation. Yes. And oddly, oddly enough, not the bride. But again, we haven't seen anything. Right. But I think that Peggy as the bride would have implications. Right. And Kermit and Peggy think are divorced now. That's true. That's if you kept up with the Muppets canon, uh, the most recent right. Muppet project is what Muppets now, or was it the Muppets TV show yeah. from ABC? Right. Cause Muppets now was on Disney plus and that didn't really have a story. That was just sort of like a variety thing without like, it was like the Muppet show. If they didn't have the, the segments in between the acts, you know, with the story. Yeah, it was, well, it was, they were trying to, it was like, you know, I get it. It's like Muppet shows in a theater. So we're going to modernize the Muppet show. And what is the modern theater? What does everyone show up for? Oh, well, late night television. Okay, great. That's the, that's the, that's the, that's the through line. But the thing we were missing is that like late night television, like Jimmy Fallon or, or whatever is full of gags. They're full of bits. Yeah. Conan, they're full of performances. They like, there, there are, there are like, there are things that could have been done with that premise instead of it just being a talk show that, that could have leaned more into the Muppet theater kind of vibe. Oh man. Would you be behind a modern revival of just the Muppet show? In a theater? Yeah. In a theater. Just yeah, like, absolutely. yeah, it's like in a theater, absolutely. but it's a TV show and it's like in the, it's this, it's the Muppet right. show, but like just new episodes with new I guest would, stars. I would be, I would be on board to do a Muppet, a new Muppet show, but the theater that they inhabit is the, Hollywood Studios Muppet Vision Theater, and and like and so you incorporate 
like you don't retell the story that story stays it's consistent but like it's like oh yeah i'm here at the muppet theater right and yeah the muppets are here it's where they live this is where the muppets if it's a success it drives a lot of traffic to muppet vision which is the best ride at hollywood studios right that doesn't see a lot of people going through all the time because dallin i don't know if you've been on disney plus lately and been like watching the specials that they're like putting out there's this princess special they just put out that just entirely on an led mandalorian screen really and uh there's like there's like they use like maybe three props it's it's hilarious they have a whole like they have a whole like techno epcot um section of a techno a techno remix of frozen but it's very epcot themed it's a princess remix is what it's called if you google princess remix i'd say i'm looking for it in my crystal ball right now princess remix yeah the princess remix disney princess remixed Uh, an ultimate princess celebration I'm saying, oh, so dear. you could 100% use the Muppet Show using the, the Muppet Show under the premise it's a Muppet Vision Theater to be constantly promoting new stuff that's happening at the parks and for dis like for Disney promotions, any like you know big feature actors and and right. anything you want to sell. Like you could just be using it as a as a Disney promotional tool oh, and that exists in the theme parks. The Muppet Show, Muppet Vision Show. You know, or you just call it Muppet Vision. Muppet Vision, and and that it's it's just an update. It's just an update of the Muppet Show. Muppet Vision, TV. and it's in the Muppet Vision Theater, and it's still the theater format. Then now we have still have the stage. We still have acts coming in and out. We have the Muppets backstage, Tom Foolerin' around and stuff. Right. Yellow shoes. Yellow shoes. You know what, Dallin? We, pre- we hey, listen, buddy. We pre- we saw into this crystal ball. We predicted Muppets Haunted Mansion. We did. Right? We actually so called maybe... that. I cannot believe we called that. <laughs> So maybe we just predicted the Muppet Vision show. So who knows? Who knows? Muppet, would it be called Muppet Vision or would it be called Muppet Vision 2D? Muppet Vision 2D, man. Or it's Muppet Vision 3D and they give you the option. If you have polarized 3D glasses, you can watch it 3D at home. I would. That is an untapped market, Dan. At home 3D streaming. Where it's just like, you know, you can have an option to play your, your Muppet show in Spanish and English. Subtitles on or off. And yeah, in 2D or 3D. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. But if we can't, you know what? If the technology isn't there to roll it out for everybody, I, Muppet Vision 2D is hilarious. It's, it's fantastic. It works. Like, we need to get Yellow Shoes on that right now. I, I, You know what? Here's the thing. I know the guy who wrote Muppet's Haunted Mansion. Maybe we can get him on this podcast. Ooh. Kirk Thatcher. He's amazing. Kirk Thatcher, funny story, is the person that they use to model muppet the the muppets ghost of christmas present he's just this big joyous dude and in star trek the journey home he's the punk that spock leans over and pinches his like gives him the vulcan neck pinch he's like the rock star punk like in the uh um it's amazing it's amazing oh and in spider-man in spider-man uh homecoming he's on the street when he's when the spider but he's when uh, the guy's like do a flip who was in the um who was in the new shang chi uh, it was in Shang Chi. The other guy, on, the other bum on the street is Kirk Thatcher. Oh, so dude. that's just like. <laughs> so, so what uh, you're Kirk, saying that's is the guy who wrote the. We're gonna have him on for episode four. Is what I'm hearing you say. Well, well, I'll have to read. We'll have to see. We'll have to wait till the Muppet, come, the thing comes would, out. That's and then he'll be able to talk. That's about probably it better. Yeah. So we wouldn't be like, so what's happening? And he's gonna say, Yeah, tell us everything about it a month early. Yeah. Don't worry. It's just us three here. But man, Muppet Vision 2D, 
Dallin, we, you know what? We're the what? Disney. What are you Yellow doing? shoes. Come on, baby. You're losing money up. by not calling us. You're right. You're <laughs> you're actively losing money. I just need to send a letter um, to uh, need to send a letter to Chapex office and say, hey, just so you know, by not hiring us, you're actively losing money, and we will get our job calls right. the next day. Bob, you have to spend money, honey, to make money. All right, so hire us. Spend some money so that we can make you some. We're money. gonna All make right, you some money. Give us a call, Bob. Give us a call. Come on, baby. Um. Okay. So, forty-five minutes in, I think it's time we talk about the mummy. Wait, are we are we satisfied with are we satisfied with enough Muppet? Do you have any big Muppet predictions? I'd say we're far enough into this that we should just make this the the Muppet episode. We will talk about the mummy well, all of next week, or not or next we, episode. Hey, we te- we tease we tease the mummy too too hard, man. You think we so? The mummy too we hard. We gotta follow through with the mummy. We gotta do the mummy. Okay. We gotta right. do the mummy. Right. We gotta do the Let's mummy. Talk. But I think my big call is Agatha Harkness shows up in the special. That's my that's my big that's my that's my wish. That's your pie that in the Agatha sky? Harkness shows up, uh, dude. Yeah. Have you seen Agatha? Well, no, you haven't been to California for Oogie Boogie Bash. Agatha Harkness at Oogie Boogie Bash. Yeah, I've seen a lot of social media about her. Uh, I think that it's a gorgeous. I just hate that they are like they like soaked her in red light. I see what they were. Like, it's like they were doing. Yeah, with the Wanda Vision thing. Right. But at the same time, she's she's got all that purple magic. So like, right. soak Agatha in purple just light. Put a blue like, spotlight give all on her. That, yeah. Right. Give us some purple and blue undertones. Give me Agatha magic. I get the. I get like people are just like, uh, I don't know if it's not red and fuzzy and looks like an old TV. I don't understand WandaVision. But uh, Agatha is a cool character and her costume's already so. I mean, I'm, I was not impressed by her costume. Oh, I, I love the character. I don't like. I didn't like the costume in the show. I oh, thought it was very flat. Her, her final. Co- her final thought, costume. Yeah, I thought her very final costume was very flat, and it didn't have a lot of textures that work at a distance because it it just has too much. There was just too much fabric. Lots of ruffles. That yeah. her is a, Lots of layers. Yeah, yeah. Her as her as a villain is lost in her big robes. Even Maleficent. Had, Maleficent's a great example of a tight cut, evil robe, and Agatha could have benefited from that. And but anyway, that's that sidesteps the fact that, that, that I didn't like I didn't like the lighting choice. When they bring Agatha back, and they will because they kept her alive. Yeah, model her costume after yeah. Maleficent. You've got yourself not the good Maleficent, right. not the bad Maleficent, the good Maleficent. Right, right. Listen, Dallin, they're going to need to sell more toys when WandaVision two comes WandaVision out. So don't worry, 2. we're going to find a way to well, we're going to find a way to make her costume look different. I thought they don't already you said worry, they're not buddy. making a season two. Well, you know what I mean, like Wanda the movie or whatever. It's going to be called happen. Scarlet Witch movie, WandaVision two. Subtitle and the vision. <laughs> the return Agatha's of Agatha's in a better dress this time. Yeah. <laughs> this is the it's record for the longest Marvel title. Shang Chi has movie. it right now, I think. Oh really? Yeah, and oh, the yeah, Legend, of the, and the Legend of the Ten. Have you seen Shang Chi? I am looking at the, my exclusive Magic Band that I got from Mouse Gear, not the Creation Shop. Mouse Gear uh, a week and a half ago. Old Dallin has laid a put a line in the sand, folks. No, I don't. Okay, <laughs> I think the creation shop is cooler. I'll say it. I think it's oh, better. Okay, okay. You're saying that you bought it when it was mouse. Well, gear no. Right now saying. they have that temporary mouse gear up. It's called mouse gear. Up by oh, test track. right. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and so I bought I it from mouse gear, the new in between mouse gear. And yes, mm. Shang Chi was probably one of my favorite Marvel movies. Probably within my top three. 
I, I you know what? I, it was really refreshing and fun. I, it made me feel like I was watching The Matrix again, right. like with all that kung fu and like and like it was just amazing. And if you're just, not, and all that wire work, oh, ooh, it was so the good. fight scenes. And if you're not a Marvel person, if you haven't seen all of the movies, you can hop right in and you totally understand what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful standalone. I mean, the Morris thing isn't going to work. You're not going to get right. that. That's not going to land. Oh my god! I not Morris. Uh, Trevor Slattery. I go. My God, when Trev spoilers when they, when Tre spoilers <laughs> but when they revealed I mean they they put out the poster for Trevor I can talk about yeah, it now. it's been a while uh, I Trevor I I go I audibly guffawed the audience really wasn't reactive it was a full theater but it wasn't that reactive I was laughing every time that man was my, on screen dude, it was amazing they had to have brought back Ben Kingsley because he was personally my favorite part of Iron Man three and he's probably my right. favorite part of minus Simu Liu and his amazing abs and fight scenes but ben kingsley is amazing the mom and dad fight scene in the beginning the, like the good, flirty like fight the, like the, those two opposed yeah the flirty fight that fight was cool you know that was cool and that's how you do air bending in live action by the way Ooh, you know what give me a shang chi live stunt show at disney california adventure oh, i would watch it yeah i would watch that too all right so uh, at episode three, the first one, yes. you, the original premise of that episode, you were going to roll in and you were like, I'm going to tell you the untold stories of the specters of the haunted mansion. Correct. The, the secret, the secret stories inside the stories. Right. And, uh, the first one we focused on, which like literally broke my brain. And you know what? I got so upset that I lost all the audio that I mostly disassociated the conversation. So I can't wait to get back into it and learn more about it. Other than I remember people are eating mummies. Yes. So Dallin, the mummy in the haunted mansion. Yes. He's in the graveyard scene towards the end. You find him there sitting in his open sarcophagi, stirring a little cup of tea, mumbling away to a guy with a horn, listening closely. Correct. Can you explain to me what's going? That's a joke. It is. That is just lost on us. It's now, a right? joke from way back when, when, um, back when people ate mummies, Dan, did you know people ate mummies? <laughs> I didn't, I had no idea this was a thing. So how did that, why right. are people, why did people start eating mummies? Let's talk about the spiritualism movement. Go ahead and put a picture of the spiritualism movement in the crystal ball down there. Okay, good, good. All right. Um, so the spiritualism movement was back during the, you know, late 1800s, turn of the century when people, it's not like religious, really. It was just sort of, people have a pastime of doing seances, Ouija boards and conjuring up the yeah. spirits of the dead. As you do, yeah. You were you we made it very clear that it wasn't like a, a like a, a religion adjacent thing. It was like a hobby. It was. It was like a people, pastime right? where it's like you know you get together with your friends these days and maybe you'll go bowling, maybe you'll you know play play some video games. Back in those day, back in the day, they would have seances and do spirit wow. photography, which is a thing they kind of did with the haunted mansion, uh, where you could turn yourself into a ghost. They call oh, it spirit yeah. photography. Did you ever do that? No, I didn't. Did you? It, we, you know what? We need to. No, I've never done it either. We should do it. The first time we do it, we should do it together. We need we should to. Do it together. And that could be the new. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. That could be the new uh, Foolish. Yeah, that'll be the like new that. Or, or yeah, the new picture. cover out yep. or something. Yeah. Um, and so. Amazing. Back in those I'm days. I'm sure we won't get sued for that. You know about. Seances are easy to, to talk about. It's just, you know, you get in a circle. Talk right. To Everyone's seen Ghost. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, and then. You have. You are. Are you are Dallin, the haunted man? You put the man in a haunted mansion, Dallin, hey. and you haven't seen the Whoopi Goldberg 
Oscar-winning performance in Ghost. I've seen The Haunting of Hill House from nineteen from the 1950s, if that counts. Is Whoopi Goldberg in that? No, but it inspired The Haunted Mansion. Exactly. Oh, it did? It did. It did actually inspire Oh, yeah, yeah, Mansion. I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I we talked about that. that. That's season one that. material. You got to go back yeah, and... That's season yeah, one. That's season that's, you got to go back and review your material. Um, but yeah, people would have seances. <gasps> okay, so people are seancing. Right, and it was mostly... I, I'm going to say it was all, because as far as I'm aware... None of these conjured real spirits. Uh, it was parlor tricks. Back, that's where the term parlor trick came from. Was, mm. you know, you'd be in the parlor and there'd be... Essentially, that's what the Haunted Mansion is today. It's just a bunch of different parlor tricks. Uh, the ballroom. Parlor tricks, it's, yeah. It's, it's just how special... It's like the first evolution of special effects was parlor tricks, essentially. That's the original. Right. Um, and so people would kick... Because they're shysters. Yeah. People would, like, kick the table to Scammers. make it feel like it's, like, levitating or have somebody in the background making ghostly noises, that sort of thing. And because spiritualism was such a thing, uh, old world religions and stuff like pagan religions and, you know, ancient Egypt was really... This is very... It was in vogue with the white Londoners and New Yorkers because they loved... They, they thought they were reconnecting with these ancient Egyptians. And right. the best way to right. do so... It's, it's, oh, sorry, continue. It's the modern-day supreme, it right? Really, like, it is. <laughs> ancient Egypt was supreme today for It them. was. It was very hard to get a hold of, your, of the, uh, the, most, the new release of papyrus. Right. You had to pay a guy to wait in line for yeah. you to get, a, get a, to get like a thumb off that mummy or something. Speaking of getting thumbs off mummies, there would be people... Because back in those days, there wasn't historical societies and archaeology as we know it today. No Indiana Jones. Where we were supposed to be protecting this heritage. Instead, people would go to Egypt or the Middle East or, you know, Mexico and find these mummies and just grab them. And there was a ton of them, apparently, because they would just take them by the, by the armful and sell them on the streets in New York or London or, you know, New Orleans, these areas. And they would just sell sell mummies. That's inc that's that's insane to me. And they were just they were just loiter they were just looting crypts and then taking them back like tchotchkes and selling them exactly. on the streets. Exactly, and that that's crazy. That's, that's one way to make a profit, I suppose. And so, once once you had a mummy in your possession, you would sometimes put it on a table and have a séance around it, trying to conjure the spirit of this mummy. Or, on the other hand, you could try to absorb some of that mummy's wisdom and how do you absorb something's wisdom this ancient wisdom of the mummy how would you how would you transfer that to your own self uh, 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 you would uh, uh, you would either yeah, uh, eat you it? would either take off a finger crack and chomp into it like it's a like a dill pickle or uh, dallin jesus <laughs> Or, I could he I could feel the mummy pickle snap in my mouth. I just wanted to paint a picture here for you guys. <laughs> you did. You painted one. Let me tell you. Crack, crack. Or Ooh. you could a little bit cleaner, a little bit less crunchy. Take chop off the finger or the entire mummy. Put it in your little port, uh, mortar pestle and grind it up into powder and ingest it. You would eat the mummy. Dan, you would eat the mummy to absorb its knowledge. Gross. Gross. That's really a thing? Gross. That really happened. That's gross. It is. It's disgusting. So, so people were using mummies as props and seances. Wouldn't it technically be cannibalism? 
technically it is, man. It doesn't matter how old the meat is. Right. It doesn't matter how old the can of chicken soup is you're about to eat. You're still eating chicken soup. Right. It's like, okay, so I just got in a plane crash. My good friend and co-host Disney Dan has perished next to me. I'm going to eat his body. That's cannibalism, even though he's dead. So, mm-hmm. eating a thousand-year-old mummy. But that's mummy. not, but you didn't. That's not, but that wasn't choice, man. You, you didn't make a choice to eat that's me. That's true. You were like, argue, you were stranded. I would argue that's more ethical than eating a mummy. I I would I would I would agree with you, sir. I think that is far more ethical than eating a mummy. Because I, you know, first off and foremost, it's a standing like standing agreement between you and I that if we either right. of us die in a situation where we're stranded, I'm gonna be fresh out of luck. I mean, you don't got a lick of meat on you, but for you, you're gonna be it's gonna be feast or famine for you, it's, buddy. So uh, it's gonna be a full party over here. So you know, full agreement that there. That was actually but, yeah um, in the very first episode of Foolish Mortals. There's a there's a. Uh... Terms and conditions hidden. The in, disclaimer yeah, where yeah. where we had to both agree <laughs> to in the fine yeah. print and the fine print, but I you didn't pilfer my my carefully wrapped body where all my organs were removed and put in jars for my cats and the afterlife and nope. stuff like that didn't happen. I gave I was a body donor. It was on my it's on my uh, driver's license. Yeah, okay, me too. Mummies don't have driver's licenses. Unless you're King Ramses II, in which case you had to get yourself a passport. Have you seen that picture? Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, he has a passport. He does. All right, I stand corrected. Mummies do have passports. He's the only mummy with a passport. So good for him. So would people, like, um, talk to them? Like, was that is that the gag from the ride? It's like people would talk to the okay, mummies? Yeah, yeah. So thank you, and thank like, you for getting me back on track here. People would. So not necessarily to mummies. But to spirits in general. So this that's the only thing where the mummy comes into it is people would eat them back then. Um, okay. In general, okay, back gotcha. then, when you were having a seance, to better hear the spirit, you would get a paper and roll it up into a cone and put it in your ear to listen for the ghost to speak. And so, you, the old man, Dan's, Dan's making a crude ghost telephone, is what we is a crude ghost listening device. So while he makes that, I'll walk you through... There it is. Let me know if you can hear anything, Dan. Everyone, we need complete silence. I'm wearing headphones, so I can hear everything great. <laughs> Any voices from the beyond? Just yours <sighs> in my headphones. <laughs> I guess that's kind of beyond. Oh, I guess I could have leaned into that bit a little bit more. I'm sorry. No, about no, that, no. Buddy. It's okay. The bit is for the next episode. Don't <laughs> worry. The bit is coming in the next episode. Um. I'm sorry, I did, you know, I, I, it, it dawned on me that I could have heard voices, but... Uh, yes, and, Dan. Yes, sorry. and. Um, so, you would roll up the paper, stick it in your ear, and listen for a ghost. And you would, it would help you hear the ghosts better. And here's the joke that Mark Davis wrote and put in the ride that sort of goes unappreciated these days. Is the old man is a ghost himself, but he is a spiritualist dude. He's an old guy who has his cone and is listening for a ghost to talk, who just so happens to be the mummy. He finally gets to hear this ghost speak, but the mummy is mumbling, Dan. The mummy is mumbling and speaking quietly, and the old man is deaf or going deaf and the, and, and cannot hear the mummy speak. So he finally gets the chance to listen to a ghost speak, but he can't understand what the ghost is saying. And that's the joke. A mumbling mummy. The mumbling mummy. I'm looking at my Pop Funko of him right now. He's the best ghost in the mansion. I've got the I've got the mumbling money mummy mini. Oh, okay. No, I have the full size one. I want I want a life sized. <laughs> mine's, mine's down. I, I want a life sized 
mumbling money. And uh, either animatronic, someone make it for me, I'll pay you, or I will take a pop Funko. That's a challenge out there to you foolish mortals viewers. Here we have, who is this? Who is that, Dan? Um, what's his name? That's okay. you're, you're being tested. Okay, okay, okay. Ezra. Ezra the Hitchhiking Ghost, you are correct. You have passed the but, test. I mean, this is a sizable Funko Pop. Man. That is. That's a big size. I saw, I saw one of the Hatbox goes to Target one time, and I did not buy it because I said to myself, what will I do with it? I'm sure this is keying great, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if anything, he looks even more ghostly because he's transparent. That's true. That's true. Well, that's Dan, true. it only took me I'm... 59 minutes to get to the mummy so that we were going to be talking about at the beginning of the episode. I think that we, I think we did a great job. I think that we got there. We, we, we didn't overpromise. We said that we said hey. we were going to get you a little mummy action. And then, uh, that's, that's, we delivered. Episode three, we two, delivered. I would say just as good as episode three, one, the original, just as maybe good. even better because the audio is listening. Maybe even better. One. That is also a thing that is true. Ah, <laughs> uh. wait, should we pull the dust chain? Oh, you want to you wanna do the thing? There it is. See, now I'm in charge of putting the dust chain and unloading up the dust <laughs> these days. So. Yeah. How did that... <laughs> How's that going? It's going all right. Um, it, I'm, it's, I'm having a little trouble finding enough bodies to fill the thing up every single week. But. Oh, look at that. Just mixing a little baby powder. Mix it with baby powder. Oh, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm trying to do. As I'm trying to make it, I'm like weighing it down with like potting soil and baby. Powder. What is that random weird light thing that's going on? Is it your window? I believe it's a gap in the window. I'm trying to, I will be keying it out. This is now Foolish Mortals <laughs> After Dark. Yeah. No, no, we, we doesn't, can't be After Dark until we pull the oh, chain. Oh, that's right. Let's pull this chain. Three. Count me down, Dan. I'm not going to count myself down. Three, two, one. It's. <laughs> It's all. It's just as bad so as it always is. Why do we do it? <laughs> Don't open your mouth, Danny. You'll be just as bad as the people eating the mummies. <coughs> oh, I, it's too late. It's already in there. And now, everybody, Dan is a cannibal. Thank you for watching. You set me Disney up. Disney Danable. <laughs> Ooh, Disney It was Danable. all part like of the that. plan. And now it's time for Foolish It was always part of the plan. Foolish Mortals After Dark, y'all. Um, this will still... Thank you for telling me your Disneyland This will stories. still make the cut of the episode. We'll keep going until it gets gross and weird. All right. It's time to, it's time to sign off, then. Because uh, it's already gross and weird. <laughs> well, all righty. Uh, I guess we are gross. Dan's officially no, a cannibal, and what, I've inhaled... Oh, wait. Now that we're in After Dark, now that we're in After Dark, what is your Muppet Mansion... What is your witch list? What do you... Who... What... What spooky thing do you wish will happen in the special? I want them to conjure the spirit of Paul Freeze to narrate the special. Realistically, I want them to... I want them to do a full walkthrough or ride-through of the attraction, but every character is replaced with a Muppet. Besides maybe one or two human characters, because you got to have a couple human characters. Yeah. I wouldn't mind, like, a ride-through of the ride with Gonzo you know, or Pepe. Right. Like having, having, like give, you know, give, give me Pepe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not Rizzo. Rizzo's dead Is now. Is Rizzo dead? Did he die? 
Well, I mean, Steve Whitmire, they fired him. So, oh, that's and right. Rizzo was Steve Whitmire. Rizzo really hasn't been a, Rizzo was Steve's character more or less. So there really hasn't been a, a Rizzo. Rizzo has gone to the old rat right. farm in this guy. And Rizzo is so specifically Steve's voice too. Well, you know, it's, uh, I grew up actually with Steve as Kermit. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, the new guy, Matt Vogel, I believe. Is that his name? Yep. Matt Vogel he also does big bird. At he the does moment. really good. It doesn't sound like Kermit to me. Maybe I'm crazy. It's okay. It's all right. Steve didn't sound like Jim. No, he didn't. He didn't at first and it took they him a while. And then we just sure. got, we got normalized to Steve's Kermit and everyone's just normal. That's normalized. Yeah. And people aren't really on Jim's, but you know what? Matt does such a great uncle deadly. He does. I mean, like he has so many great, He's a great puppeteer. He's got a great mind. He's got a great forward thinking. Like he just wants to move the art oh, forward. Oh, it's amazing. And I think that that, ener- that young energy that's also that's kinetic and he's all, he works very well with the company. He works very well with yeah, Children's Television work, Network, like workshop. He works great. He just he's just he's just a just a good guy. Have you ever met him? And he's pushing he, uh, uh, no, no, but I had a puppet podcast for a long time and now he has one. Really? Yeah. Well, now he had one when our puppet podcast was rolling, was winding down. He was starting his. Well, now up. we need to get but you no, on that. No, I mean, we've crossed. Is what I'm hearing. We've crossed paths maybe once or twice. Yeah. Hey, give me a call, Matt Vogel. Vogel. I'll, be co- I'll come oh, under the shoes. Oh, <laughs> oh, web, oh toes. web toes. I'm looking at my Kermit right <laughs> sitting on my shelf right now. Yeah, Kermit doesn't wear shoes, dude. No, he doesn't. He's, a, he's an amphibian. What is that neck frill thing? Is that he, something that all frogs have? A scarf? Or is it a scarf? It's definitely not something that all frogs have. I think that they used it to differentiate uh, Kermit. He, hey, watch my evolution of Kermit. I video. have you'll, you'll, uh, watched. Okay, I need to rewatch it, but I have seen it. It was just. It was like a. It was a frilly add-on to like uh, when they were building out the character and gave him a body. And at like a certain point, they started. They put like collars on him, layered collars. Uh, it used to be a lot more. There used to be. It used to be like a lion's mane. It was. It was like over over the Overkill. top. But then they pared it down. Yeah. And now it's now it's what it is. But uh, yeah, man, gotta love Kermit. All right, everybody. Before this line in the sky overtakes me, because I swear the sun is setting, and so I keep moving over to the side, and it keeps moving. It's following me, so it keeps getting closer and closer. <laughs> it's like a sundial. My little ghost light friend. It's a it's a sundial. It's a sundial. It's a sundial. There's a sundown. <laughs> it's almost time for bed. Good night, Good everyone. Night, and thank you for watching. And be sure to hurry back. Hurry back. Okay, there is episode two. One of my favorite parts was to see how high we could do our hurry backs. That was my favorite. Okay, you want to do it again? Okay, I'll start. I'll start and then you just okay. go higher and we'll go higher until we can't. Okay, okay, hurry okay. Hurry back. Okay. Hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back. Come on. Hurry back. <laughs> Hurry back. Ooh. That's a crack. Hurry. Hurry back. I, I can't go up any higher ceiling. than that. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, so much for Hurry watching. Hurry back. Oh. That's going to be in the new theme song for the for the Foolish Mortals. Dan's going to be singing his soulful <laughs> rendition of Hurry Back. Oh my gosh, that's amazing.